This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222. Because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. Rise and shine, St. Louis. It's the Ryan Kelly Morning After on KPN-TFM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. At the Morning After STL on YouTube and on TMASTL.com with Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Iggy Strode, The Plowboy, and Action Jackson. Seven in St. Louis, you're listening to the Ryan Kelly Morning After. Welcome in, friends, to the Michelob Ultra Studios. It is the Munganass St. Louis Acura Alton Toyota 7 o'clock hour. And... We really want you to get involved today, Doug, uh, because uh, the EDF text inbox is going to be spinning and spinning at 314-881-TMA5. Call in 636-9004-TMA and email in forever design, air, heating, and cooling email today. The morning after at InsideSTL.com. On today's presentation, I would imagine Larry Nickel will be calling in oh, ranked countries. And on the award-winning balloon party presentation, Taylor Twellman will be with us after the doggies. Uh, had a uh, rough officiating situation in the second half to lose on Sunday, or to tie, lose a 2-0 lead, and then draw and get a point. So uh, that's what we've got for the next four hours of magic for you. I have a sound story. Is that at 11.30, Doug, or is that I don't know. I don't have the time. It's 11.30, Till. 11.30, there it is. And uh, Jackson and I will maybe QFTA it. I don't know. We'll just read erotic stories. We'll just be two guys in an enclosed room reading erotica to each other. Really? And we realized it could lock because Iggy knocked. As if yeah, Iggy was, was like locked a, out of the studio today. It was like a woodpecker. Was that like yeah. the tree? I don't know if in uh, what Doug calls a Hall of Fame career, I'm uncomfortable with it, but I agree with him. If I've had a studio in which you could get locked out <laughs> Of. But no. apparently, ours is the kind of studio <laughs> where friends yeah. can get locked out at any moment. Right. I was out there for 15 minutes. Nobody heard me. It's ter- it wasn't 15 minutes. We heard two raps. We heard this. And I said, yes. And then we heard nothing. <laughs> and then we heard this. And I said, yeah, come on in. You thought and it was learned. Nothing. You yes. said, oh, I guess it's learned. Probably learned. Nobody knew that this door locked. Yeah, until just now. Yeah. And it scared me now because we could be locked out of here. And somebody oh. accidentally shut it. So we got to make You sure. don't have the key. Don't have the key. Kind of Most terrifying. studios, for the record, you just push open because they're super heavy doors for soundproofing. Mm-hmm. This, however, used to be where they stored mops, <clears throat> brooms, right, uh, septic cleanse, toiletries. Right. We're the only uh, station that you can hear people peeing. Yeah. That's a perk, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe the only one in the country. There's probably not many. I would think so. Good morning, suck me, Doug, Mr. Siders. Oh. That's who wanted to start it today. Gosh. Uh, somebody texted in Mizzou at the Lou, little sparse on attendance, but I can't see what they're showing. I guess that's ticket availability. Jackson, can you see that? Yeah. What do you see? I can't see. This is a screenshot of somebody's uh, gateway from 1998. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Is screenshots <laughs> at your computer are useless. It's called taking a screenshot on your phone. Well, that's that's what 21st century. Okay. Yeah, well, I guess we could go looking at StubHub. Doug, that'll be a 6.30 kickoff. Yeah. 
I'm going to go. Are you? Nice. Sure. Greg Vaughn's flying in from Tampa? Uh, that's this week. He won't, won't be here next week. Bringing the PJ? Oh, nice. The private chats? Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Is there any other way to travel? Yeah, I don't think people Not realize Not in the Vaughn household. No. No, we haven't bought a commercial airline ticket in many, many years. What's the spread on that game? Uh, I don't know if that's out. Oh, it's less than 10 by Kansas State. Kansas State is around five and a half, but I don't know about the uh, Memphis one, if that's been listed yet. It is not. Okay. Uh, somebody is mad that the Balloon Party YouTube isn't working. Oh, come on, Jackson. They're not even on the air. <laughs> they're, they're like off air. Hey, well, it's got nothing to do with Balloon. It's a 101 ESPN thing. Is that back oh. today, Jackson? The 101 ESPN's YouTube got shut down Why? by YouTube. Mike Ryder got to spend a Saturday evening on, with customer service on YouTube. And, Doug, that's somebody located right here. I think they're located in Olivet. That's YouTube's customer oh, YouTube service. YouTube is? Yeah. I bet he was so jacked He up. was on the phone uh, until 1.30 from Saturday into Sunday morning. Insane. Just trying to get it figured Insane. out? Yeah, and they said it was shut down for impersonation. Impersonation of what? Great question. I don't know. That's just what it says. So we weren't on YouTube yesterday. It's not back. Because I really do enjoy the YouTube chat where the TMA listener and the 101 listener get a chance to get to know each other. Mm -hmm. And I call it break bread. But why do you keep impersonating people? Good question. Yeah, what, what so, is that, like impersonating first take? or like what? <laughs> first where, where, where? I'll be Orlowski today. You be Stephen A. Those textures can't post pictures on YouTube, can they, in the chat? I don't believe so. No, okay. no. Oh, thank goodness. Oh, yeah. We, we definitely have to We'd all be out of work. Yeah. Mark McGuire picture come up. Oh, uh, yeah. Out. Mm -hmm. Hello. Hello, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Always a good one. Huh. Well, we don't want to impersonate anybody. That's we impersonate sure. a radio show. We're still in the air. Yeah. I just can't believe that's a thing. It had to be a mistake somewhere, right? YouTube. Oh, YouTube stuff gets shut down all the time. We yeah, had some but warnings. sometimes yeah, exactly. mistakenly. We had a warning the second day, right? We didn't know about the, or I didn't know about, like, the copyright law and some jamming music. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the first uh, time I discovered YouTube, and I guess it's maybe the early 2000s, I guess. Sounds about right. I, I guess I was looking at some football videos, and I said, oh, wow, this is really cool. This is going to be big. Somebody really had a great idea. And I was too stupid to actually invest in it. Wow. There was an opportunity to invest in it? Was it a separate company? Because so. it's owned by Google now. Yeah, yeah. It was launched on Valentine's Day in 2005. Yeah. Now it's really, I would have thought it was earlier than that. That's interesting. I, I was surprised. Later. Yeah, and now it's the most watched video in the, in the world. It's gold. It's yeah. unreal. YouTube TV along with you, like, ah, oh, just. And the free advertising they get in networks, like even on a football game or something, they'll be talking and go, oh, I saw a great thing on YouTube of a Jim Brown the other day. And just. Throw on YouTube. Yeah. Not that they need it, but it's almost become a generic word for video. YouTube it. Yeah, I don't know how some of these guys get away with it. There's some of these guys have channels where all they post is uh, music. They're not monetizing. But how can you take like a video of a band live in concert and put it on YouTube if you don't own it? Because you're not monetizing it. All right, we don't monetize here if I sing at nine o'clock. Yeah, we do. We're a for-profit operation here. This dude was Chad Hurley with 25 when he co-founded YouTube. He makes four million a month. He's worth a billion. <laughs> I He's 45 he'd make more than that. years old. It launched yeah. in February of 2005 and October of 06. 
Googlebot for $1.6 billion. <laughs> oh, they yeah. knew right away. a billion dollars. Yeah. yeah, I knew too. As soon as I, but I was too stupid to do anything months. about it. 18 he makes $4 million a month and yeah. he's in his 40s. God. Bless America. Yeah. How many, what would they have to have in terms of technology to make all that work, to handle every video in the world? Is that Would that be just... A million servers, or, or what would you need to do? Have you that? been to a server room? They put them in the basement. I'm like, I mean, there's <clears throat> just people monitoring that 24/7. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm told the old Globe Democrat building is now a server building, not necessarily for YouTube, or huh. just for computers. It's just row after row of servers. Maybe that's what will happen. To all these empty office buildings in St. Louis so it'll become <laughs> server warehouses. Millennial Hotel just yeah. each floor is a server room. Yeah, I guess. Not terrible. Where are their empty office buildings? Uh, well, me. the biggest one in the state has been empty for almost 10 years now. That and they... it was sold for like th $3 million, And even that fell through. <laughs> it's just amazing, though. You can find anything you want. Just type some... Oh, I want to... Like, uh, I like watching old bowling movies of the bowlers from way back in the day. Just type in Joe... That's what you YouTube? Old well, bowlers? Sometimes I do. Yeah. That's why Chad Hurley making a billing. But you just type in Joe Berardi... King Louis, 1982. And there it is. Yeah. Who puts all that up there? I don't know. Who would decide to put up a Joe Berardi bowling tournament from 1982? Can you name any song or anything, anything at all that you want, it's there. And this guy's making $4 million a month off it. Probably doesn't even work there anymore after he sold it. Almost 20 years old, now we're just realizing how awesome YouTube is. We're yeah. going to shout out. <laughs> <laughs> it's about time somebody tipped their cap to YouTube. Well, Munganist will be happy with the conversation to start. They're online at stlouisacura.com and altontoyota.com. You can text them at 314-252-0029 or call them. And Doug, it goes to the Muckety Mucks. Those muckety Straight mucks. to the Muckety Mucks. Yeah. Jamie Burkhardt, Clayton Patterson, and Peter Munganast. Even if you didn't get your car from Munganast, get your car serviced at Munganast. They have a world-class service department. And you can go shopping online at stlouisacura.com and altontoyota.com for both new and incredible selection of pre-owned vehicles. It's Munganass St. Louis Acura and Alton Toyota, sponsor of the 7 o'clock hour, official automotive provider of TMA, mm. presenting sponsor Balloon Party and official automotive sponsor of the Tim McKernan Show podcast. Uh, Doug, the people want to know, what Boy. shirt do we have today? <clears throat> Take a look at my body. Touch my well, body. Well, look at the shirt. It says TMA with the arch over it. Jackson, is this your design? You know, let me turn to YouTube here. Is this your design or is this taken from something that you wear? What What's the deal with this one? Doug, is Jackson. Jackson! Yo. Oh, you were asked a question. I couldn't be sorry. I really needed water and I had to run real quick. And oh, go. for oh, heaven's good. sakes. I'm starting to get a headache. I needed water. Oh, what's wrong? I, I just needed some water. I was dehydrated. I like the I black and yellow. Black and yellow, but you can wear that to the Gers game. Yeah. We're right. going to try to get an attendance count on that, but the guy just keeps sending in screenshots of his mm. gateway. <laughs> uh, Jackson, you, you, your shirt was the inspiration for this, is what I'm told by my sources. Yeah, I have a shirt. Uh, oh, I guess it was. Is it a TMA shirt? No. No, it's a different company's shirt, okay. but it's uh, kind of a design based off a different company's shirt, but it says St. Louis. Got it. Oh, yeah. okay. It's pretty cool, but it's a uh, great... It looks very cool. Like, the inspiration is really good from it. Oh, God bless. Um, so uh, this is available at tmastlshop.com, along with the new wares. Plowick's been wearing uh, the new hoodie, and uh, we had the Some People Like Things, Some People Don't Like Other Things t-shirt and hoodie available. And now this as well. New wares every day. 
uh, this week. 10% off TMASTLshop.com. And you can get this uh, in a T-shirt or in a hoodie. And everything is 10% off at checkout. You don't need a promo code. Text into the program, 314-881-TMA5. Call in 636-9004-TMA. And email in for our design, air, heating, and cooling email today, the morning after at InsideSTL.com. Um, uh, hey, pale, happy, belated to the world's greatest principal. Love that man. Tell him Olive and Oak Cowboy Ribeye on me coming his way. That's from the Recovering Alcoholic. How nice. Oh, How wow. nice. That wasn't about gaping anybody. It wasn't uh, Sweet Sweet Kai in no. a coal mine. Could it have been his wife that texted That's that interesting. Day? Was it Jackson's birthday? Uh, it was my father's 70th birthday yesterday. Oh, happy birthday, Mr. Burkett. Yeah, absolutely. He's out there. He's got a wonderful the... head of hair, dude. He does. Yeah. I think he's heading to Scotland today. He'll probably text me here in a second. But, yeah, he's across the pond at the moment with my mom. And they're listening to the show. Yeah, he was listening to Gabe yesterday. Colonel! Yeah, fired up. There's a lot of people on Twitter that took what Gabe said in the recruiting element and actually tweeted it out. So I think we have some rogue heavy Mizzou listeners. Oh, I didn't I see that. that. What, uh, what, was, what was going on? Uh, what, just breaking down the like recruiting a... class and just some kind of some random Mizzou fan um, and broke down, actually, in the tweet, kind of what Gabe was talking about with the recruiting class rankings, how many people left in that recruiting class, how many people start or playing. Yeah. Very interesting. Obviously, the dynamic of college football, now everybody leaves, so I'm sure that's common with a lot of teams. Well, it's good that but... Gabe could talk about recruiting because he usually gets hung up on <laughs> uniforms. I thought Gabe killed it yesterday, though. A lot of insight. Love that colonel. Yeah. Big uh, fan. Stephen okay, Wildwood says, uh, it's my birthday today. Happy birthday, really? Steve. Happy birthday, Steve, from happy all of us. Every one of us. Wishes you a very happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. It's his birthday happy month. Happy birthday. <laughs> what is Steve now, Doug? 53? Uh, right? That seems fun. Ball 59 park. is what I'm going to guess. Is it 59? Really old. I'm guessing. Well, he has a grandfather several times, so maybe he's a little older than we think he is. Is it a copy of the Sleepless in Seattle t-shirt? It's from Jenny Telly. Ah, I didn't know what that was in reference to, but it's in reference to Jackson's Sleepless in Seattle t-shirt that he wore to the Chandelier Bar at the Cosmopolitan with KG and O-Town two weeks ago for their trip to Circa. Mm. No, this is not a copy of the Sleepless in Seattle t-shirt I am wearing. Sleepless in St. Louis. Sick. Well, you've been known to impersonate things on the other radio show, so people thought this was also a copy of someone else's shirt. Hmm. Is your dad going to play any golf in Scotland? No, I think they're going to walk St. Andrews. Uh, I like that, St. Andrews. Now, why did you say it in that that's the way you say it. Voice? I think they're going to walk it, but getting on the course there is, is difficult. You have to do it like a year out, and you don't yeah. know when you're going to oh. be there, what the weather's going to be like. Yeah. How, what's it cost? I don't know if it's a cost thing. I think it's like a logistics thing like you have to like try to book it f- super far in advance and then if you want to play a different course out there i'm sure it's very expensive maybe in scotland i can go off to carnoustie yep no it's on to oh, carnoustie. just a quick carnoustie round I'm yeah sure. i'd like to play in carnoustie that would be fun yeah it's a dream trip of mine scotland scotland and ireland yeah they yeah. went to ireland a couple years ago and loved it so they wanted to go back and check out other parts other parts of Europe. Yeah, I'd like to do that also. I dug a Jim Dandy last night on Monday Night Football. New York Jets fans had been anticipating this one mm-hmm. for, oh, would you say about seven months? Probably. And, uh, and Aaron Rodgers carries out old glory on the 22nd anniversary of September 11th. MetLife Stadium buzzing 24 hours after the New York Giants were shut out 40 to nothing by the Dallas Cowboys. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, many Jets fans probably very happy about that, as Giants and Jets fans tend to have the same kind of Venn diagram as 101 ESPN listeners and TMA. And uh, the next thing you know, four snaps in, sweet mother of mercy. Um, here's Peyton Manning and Eli Manning on the Manning cast. Oh, hit the lever, Plowsy. He's in the tent. He's not, he's hurt. That's, he's hurt. Could not have been. Holy cow. I cannot believe this. I thought it was just an ankle. I thought we'd go. T- I thought we'd go tape it up and get him back in there. Come on. Dang. Three, three plays, four plays. Four plays. Yeah. It didn't really look that bad in, in real time. Probably when he sat back down, you know that's a problem. Yeah, yeah. Especially for him, he doesn't do the "I'm taking time, I'm going to sit on the no. field" type of style. He's more of the exact opposite. Second yeah. down, he wants the run and gun. That's a terrible injury too, Achilles. You had it. I have had not as bad as he had it. I don't think. When I had it, I didn't. I just kept going. Of course, I'm you know I'm cut tougher than a nickel steak, so <laughs> I kept going. I didn't have a complete tear. I had a partial tear, so I could keep walking and everything without too much pain. But if you if you cut it completely, you're just done. There's there's no way, and it'll take, you know, if he ever comes back. It'll take at least a year, I would think. Oh, beyond a year, for sure, especially with his age. And he hasn't rehabbed a bunch of injuries. I know he has been hurt in the past, yeah. more so shoulder, collarbone Yeah, a clavicle situation. Yeah. Oh, I love Aaron uh, For Rogers. the record, oh. uh, Doug, he will turn 40 you know, on December yeah. 2nd. Yeah. Well, maybe it's just a partial tear. If it's a partial tear, they'll get it uh, stapled back to the bone and do some rehab like what I had. I didn't even need to rehab, and I was walking a couple weeks later. I wouldn't play in NFL football. I could have, but I wasn't. It was my one you chance. Take a pay but cut I said no. From yeah, take a pay right. Cut. right. If it's a partial tear, I I think he could be back and be fine. If it's a complete tear, ugh, good luck. And that team is a quarterback away. You watched the defense last night. I didn't watch a bunch of it. Watched some highlights. Watched the first half mainly. I mean. You can put a quarterback on that team, and it's yeah. set. So I'm wondering if they ride with Zach Wilson. Maybe they try to get themselves maybe a Carson Wentz. Oh. Tom Brady. Oh, yeah, they're not going to bring Brady I'm back. I'm kidding. I think it would be a cool move. Well, w- Wilson was like a first-round pick, wasn't he? Early first-rounder? Yeah, but the touchdown pass he threw was mainly going to be an incompletion, and Garrett Wilson turned Garrett out. Wilson's catch oh. was Unreal. absurd. Joe Buck and uh, Troy Aikman. Had a big night. Here is the call of what uh, became the game-winning punt return touchdown in overtime All from right. ESPN. Hit the lever. Alex Stephon Diggs. Sam Martin corrals the snap. It's a short punt. Gibson on the return. Near side. I don't see any flags. Gibson inside the 30. Hits the Jets. And he's going to go. Jets win it. Touchdown. Rookie Xavier Gibson. Game over. Great call. Yeah. Zip call. Well, Outstanding. I was, I was asleep by that point. I was as well. I watched it this morning. Scott Van Pelt. Yeah. That's it, what I do. 5 a.m. Scott Van Pelt. Here's what the experts are saying. Uh, if you go to CBS Sportsline, which what? is just <laughs> trash. <laughs> so there's, trash. Our, there's our source, but we are going to condemn our source. Uh, they're breaking down the injury. According to Sportsline's projections, if Rodgers were to miss the remainder of the season, the just chance of success would take a hit. That's their breakdown. Well, nice. <laughs> I just I mm. I love Aaron Rodgers, um, and I hated to see that. But like as a Jets fan, and I remember I don't really like to watch the barstool stuff. But there was a guy on barstool two hours before the game goes, 
first thing I thought of when I woke up this morning was Vinitesa Verde. Apparently, Vinitesa Verde tore his ACL or his Achilles in the first quarter of his Jets game oh, yeah. in the first game, and, like, that's exactly what happened. Right. It's really crazy how terrible luck they do have. Seems like it's the kind of thing that happens when you get a little older. You don't, you don't see a lot of really young players with the Achilles. It didn't look like that bad of a hit. I mean, he didn't no. twist it, didn't fall on it, just... Remember when Adam Wainwright left home plate after when he was batting? Oh, yeah. Same right. thing. It didn't look horrible, but, boy, when you do it. You yeah, see it David goes. Bakhtiari's tweet about it. He was ranting and raving about the turf. Yep. I, the, the, yeah, the wet turf can be nasty. And I, there's a really good sports, like, medicine account that, like, looks at plays that they can see. And they said, like, look at the, the shake. There's, like, a shake mm-hmm. in his calf when his mm-hmm. ankle lands. And yeah. that's, that's a big telltale sign of an Achilles snap. Yeah. My doctor told me a lot of people hurt their Achilles pushing cars. You know, you try to push a car up a, a ramp, driveway or whatever. Thank God I'm you're gonna... in that position where your Achilles is really under a lot of pressure, and he says they see that frequently. I just, I, I, I don't know. I, I think the turf thing, I don't know. I don't play enough sports to understand turf. To... But you could. You I could play it. if you wanted. Mm-hmm. Obviously, with this physique. Would you be a signal caller? Yeah, 5'9", 120 pound. I was thinking the other day, there is one position in professional sports where almost all of us could actually handle it and do it. Punt. No, we couldn't punt ball 50 yards. But there is one position we could probably handle, and that's holder for a field goal. No, nice. Why don't we do that? I think we could probably kneel down. Catch a ball and, and get it down with practice. We the probably could. No, work. that's it's you got to be able to turn the laces all in a split second. That's, I think we could do that. Yeah. I don't think so. Now, if the snap goes bad, they would find pieces of my body clear out in the parking lot. <laughs> I think the center. But if the snap was good, certainly when I was 22 years old, I could have caught it and got it down. The center would be the worst position, I think, for like just you're getting bowled up by a nose tackle every. They don't let you do that anymore. Play. I know you can't play. You got to play off the ball. You can't play it directly in front. But still, yeah. no way. With your head down, they don't. They don't let you hit the because yeah. it's too dangerous for the on the neck. Well, don't you think you could catch a snap and, and get the snap Absolutely down? Absolutely, would be a stud at that. I think if you're talking about like what's the most likely position that any of us Joe Schmoes can play in professional sports, I would agree. Holder would be the closest we yeah. can get to. Yeah. I'm a long snapper. No, that's no. A, that's an art. You got to block. You got to go down. Try to make a tackle. Yeah, you anything you don't with have tackling. To block. Well, you're supposed to block. You don't have to. You also have to make a good snap. All right. Well, you think it's harder to snap a ball than to catch a ball that's flying at you that's about three inches off the ground? I'd say, catch yeah. It, yeah. Spin the laces, put it down, and hold it? I've, I got I've nine guys before. in front of me blocking. I feel much more comfortable catching it than I would with those. Oh, yeah. It's not the hardest thing I had an opportunity to go uh, <laughs> into the NFL then. Didn't. That was the only chance I had to go in and didn't older? go. And when I take a pay cut to go, which was hard to do at that time. Mm-hmm. How much of a disaster would a Francesa have That's been it. on the sidelines as a head coach? Now, was he saying a coach or a front office guy? I, th- I thought a head it coach. It couldn't have been a head coach. This, it's Mike Francesa, the time he almost left Rado, become a football coach. <laughs> a coach? <laughs> They don't take guys from the radio booth to be a coach unless you were a former player. <laughs> Which he was not. No, he did say he just had a chance to go to the NFL. He could have been one of those guys on the sideline that just, like, holds the water Well, it's finished equipped. There's, like, 10 well, That was a big part of it, uh, to be honest with you. Because, you know, Mike and Amado get kind of taken off. 
Um, and I wouldn't have to take a pay cut to do it, to take the job I was offered. But it was, I mean, if I had done it, I think I would have done well in the NFL. But I, I don't think, uh, you know, but at the time, I decided to stay here. Oh, for crying out loud. Still didn't say what it was. They have jobs in marketing and public relations and that kind of thing, if that's what he means in the NFL. That's that's being in the NFL. He said coach. Doug, what if in 2008 Billy Devaney announced the new head coach for your St. Louis Rams was Mike Francesa? <laughs> they actually made like it. <laughs> would, have been, would have been more interesting than what we got. <laughs> and Spags. We wouldn't have got our four pillars, though. Yeah. Lena Ann. Lena Ann. Oh, I haven't heard that name forever. Yeah. F. Stephen Wildwood. Can't even let Jackson's dad have a nice birthday wish without doing an mm-hmm. A.E. and needing attention. You dork. Uh. Hey, Tim. Hey, Tim. It's my birthday, too. That's from Big Ol' Fan, and he's not okay. happy, but he hasn't called in yet to talk it over. Man, well, I'm just a fan. usually directed at me. It is usually. Today it was uh, Steve. Along with rectum tears, coal miners suffer a lot of Achilles injuries, a lot of ankle grabbing. And heavy squealing. That's from the recovering alcoholic from Belleville and Webster Groves. Why is Jackson using his gravelly voice today? Jackson, are you intentionally using your gravelly voice? Starts out normal and then then he uses his gravelly Do I do that? I don't know. Yeah. Okay. I don't mean to. It's nothing intentional. This is kind of how I talk. Hums. No, you like when a state inserts hums. No, is it? Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Ken, let's worry about driving a golf ball 230 yards or throwing a baseball 40 miles an hour before we take on long stapping. <laughs> That's from glove blogger Tom Traven. Well, I didn't say I could do it. I said it was a job that we had to do. That's probably easiest. I don't think so. Because after you snap it, you got to get up and, and go to run and try to make a tackle. You just stand in front of somebody. Well, that's like a 295-pound no. dude that's right in front. Oh, yeah, man, that's I not the be... job, just standing there. The job is make the perfect snap and then go tackle somebody. I'm not saying he'd be good at it, but we could do it. And are there guys who kick with both legs? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm <laughs> saying with, as holder, we could we could actually probably do that. Yeah, you could probably be a field goal kicker, too. <laughs> no, we couldn't. Uh, Steve has responded to big old fan. I think that was the joke, you fat F. Oh, and this stooge <laughs> tried to alibi around it. <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, big old fan is a big old fat. Go make breakfast for three hundred nine pound old ladies. That's from former President Ulysses S. Grant. Three hundred nine. Yeah, that's that's kind of specific. Specific there. Three oh eight. No, but I know a lot about Pennsylvania, and it's great. <laughs> big old fan can suck my big old ass, fat oh. boy. That's from Ray King. Boy, big old yeah, fan does not have a lot of fat friends now. in this. EDF group text inbox, I can, uh, can, can tell you that. Design Air is where you can send your emails when you're frustrated, too. The morning after at InsideSTL.com. Design Air Heating and Cooling is online at Design Air Service. The weather is wonderful right now, but still, it gets into the 80s. And if you have an air conditioning issue, you want to go online at DesignAirService.com. And Seth Goldcamp and his service text will be out quick, fast, and in a hurry. Seth is the great-grandson of the founder of Design Air Heating and Cooling. And so he carries on the tradition of wonderful customer service with his staff and making sure that there's no upselling. This is what the price is. This is how quickly we can fix it. And so many of our listeners have had a great experience with Design Air. We would love for you to have one as well. It's Design Air Heating and Cooling. Doug's a client. I'm a client. Say, friends, why don't you become a client? It's Design Air, official HVAC provider of TMA and the Tim McKernan Show podcast online at Design Air Service. 
jeffcoatman.com. If you are in the market for a new home or you're going to be selling your home, go to J-E-F-F-L-O-T-T-M-A-N-N.com. That's J-E-F-F-L-O-T-T-M-A-N-N.com. It's Jeff Lottman, uh, Compass Realty. And, uh, Doug, the home buying market, it's, uh, it's a different kind of home buying market because there isn't a lot of supply, but there is demand. And so if you are looking for a home, you need to have somebody who's tied in. And Jeff Lottman has been doing it for 22 years with over half a billion dollars in sales in the St. Louis area. It is Jeff Lottman of Compass Realty. J-E-F-F-L-O-T-T-M-A-N-N.com. That's J-E-F-F-L-O-T-T-M-A-N-N.com. Jeff Lottman, Compass Realty. Text in 314-881-TMA5, the EDF group text inbox. Thank you, stretching. That's what that was. Okay. Good stretch? Good stretch. All right. And, uh, I, didn't mean a, I didn't mean a grunt after it. It just kind of came out. Why was a grunt? <laughs> so how was your golf tournament yesterday? The Megan Meyer Foundation. Fabulous day. Sold out. Um, saw a lot of listeners out there. Did you? Yeah. Because when I put it on my, uh, I share it on my social media that, you know, a few spots available. Um, and normally they'll reach out to me and say, hey, Iggy, we signed up a foursome. But I saw Danny, Danny Stack was Danity out there. Danny Stack. Oh. Um, the um, who else is out there? Well, there's one. That's good. Wow. I always for, I, for, I always forget his his nickname. Who's the guy that goes off on licks? Orson Woods Wacko. Orson oh. Woods Wacko is out there. Orson Woods Wacko. I got a showdown with him on Friday. Oh, do you? Yeah. Told to bring X amount of dollars, all four players, and Doug heavy cash exchange will no. probably. I saw some up. of his shots. Uh, he is he trending? I got to look him up well, and see really what's well. going on. Uh oh. Uh, Doug, should I uh, come up with an Achilles injury on I Friday? I would, you know. But it was a great day. Cloudy, no wind, no rain, high 70s. Perfect day. Um, saw a guy with, I forgot to ask his name, Tim, but I saw he had a Westboro Country Club golf bag. And I asked him, is, is that a Westboro? He goes, yeah. I said, you know Tim McCurney? He goes, oh, yeah. He's out there all the time. I said, yeah, he usually brings Jameson out there. Yeah. I forgot to ask his name. Oh. Um, we have a lot of people out there. It's, yeah. you know... I didn't play yesterday, so I told Tina, I said, you know, we don't have a photographer per se, um, so I'm just going to go around all the holes. I'm going to get pictures of the foursomes. So that's what I did all day. I just drove around, got pictures of the foursomes, and it, it, was, it took so long because when I'm going to take a picture, they said, can we get a picture with you? Oh, of course. Uh, of so course. I got to stop and take a picture with them before yeah, I take their six. picture, and it's just... Glossies being handed out. Yeah. I ended up driving like 30, all 36 holes. I went You pay twice. a steep price for fame, that's for sure. Yeah. But it was fun. A lot of people... And um, Warsaw was wacko. You know, the biggest auction item we have at Gobble Bowl is the golf package that we put together. And it's always uh, Delhousie. And then we get Far Oaks, Algonquin, uh, Gateway, you know, like eight or nine courses. Well, I don't know if Allison is married to the Warsaw was wacko or he, she played in the foursome. For this package, she donated a twosome at St. Louis Country Club. Wow. I guess she has yeah. a sick, sick. in a St. Louis Country Club, so that's going to be part of it, too. Oh, so hope. he does belong at St. Louis Country Club. Yeah, but wow. he has, he has connections there. Mr. Licks there. will uh, respond to that. Yeah, Licks, he has connections there, unlike you. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, it was a fabulous day. Sold out everybody, had a great time. And 23 under one, Tim. 23 under. They had two eagles on par fours. What is uh, the par? Where, what on par fours? I think 71, I think. They eagled every par five. And Are they drivable? I've played there. I think I won in. the Mizzou. The thing that we play in every once in a while, I haven't played it in a few years, the Mizzou yeah. tournament, I don't know what that is. Mm-hmm. That wasn't because of me. If you have guys who can hammer the ball, and then you're playing probably the white tees, yeah. 
you know, you're up there. But that there means were, you're chipping in probably. Yeah, there were a couple of par fours from the white tees that were playing between 315 and 330. Well, if you got a bomber, that's yeah. certainly doable. And there was one hole, I think, where if you, if the foursome pays $40 to throw like bags, you get to drop, this a par five, you get to drop the ball up about 100 yards out. So they probably all would trust one of those holes. But yeah, it's that's, just, that's still making incredible shots. Yeah, 23 under. Normally it's like 14, 15 under. Yeah. The course is in great shape, so thanks to everybody who came out. Uh, 23 under, so you're shooting a, a 49? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that I'd Do buy you know it. the guys who won it? I don't like know that I'd buy it. I don't. 49, dude. I, I don't know. So that I, really was the score? Yeah, 23 under. I think you could get four PGA I mean, I, pros and not shoot a 49. I, I think when we won the Mizzou thing, I think we were 18 under. And then the thing about winning those things and then people assume you cheat. I'm like, yeah, I mean, I couldn't care any less Thanks about winning this cards. thing. But I had a couple guys. Like, I'd be the guy who would hit it out there whatever distance, 260, 270. And then these once we're out there, then these guys would just go, we don't care. Then they'd go Bryson. And if one of the two of them would bomb it and have a usable shot, then, yeah. and that's that's the that's the system. I can't. We, but I mean, we were eighteen under. This is this is five shots better. That's pretty aggressive. Yeah, I only saw. I didn't see a lot of shots because I would usually get them before they tee off, or I'd get them in the fairway. And there's one guy I commented on his purple driver or his purple uh, shaft. You commented on a gentleman's purple shaft. <laughs> mm, nice on his driver. And I forget what hole it is, but mo most people lay up short of this creek because it's like a 280 carry over the creek. And this guy hit it 40 yards over the creek. Bill's Creek. It was like 30 yards from the green. Because of the purple shaft? I mean, he just he was a bomber. <laughs> so that could have been the group because everybody in that group hit it pretty well. But, um, yeah, 23 under is kind of... And it's not like we give away like a $500 gift certificate or anything. It's not like you get a nice plaque and uh, like some gift cards. So nobody's going to cheat in this thing. But uh, Mr. Licks has issued his response to the Warson Woods Wacko and his activity at Iggy's Golf Tournament yesterday. There was a huge country club party at St. Louis on Saturday night called Club Cella with Old Warson. Bell Reeve being included too. Guess what? They did not invite Algonquin. Oh. What does that tell you? Maybe belong to a country club that's not in South County. Oh. You get invited to cool events like that. God. Wacko can suck my ass. That's oh. Mr. Licks. Well, you weren't Algonquin invited either. Algonquin in South County? I never felt like it was no. in South County. Southwest, maybe. <laughs> well, you weren't invited either. Somebody told you it happened, so like, <laughs> Club Chella, you weren't there. It's it's Cella, isn't it? C-E-L-L-A. It's a famous family in St. Louis. It's a, it's club hyphen Chella. I think it's a play on Coachella. Oh, that would okay. be my guess. Yeah, because a lot of St. Louis country club members are going to Coachella. I Charles Cella was a big deal in the Civic Progress for a while. And there's Cella Road in Ladue somewhere. For the record, I did not ask for Iggy to be in our pick, and the winners said they had three eagles on par fours. Then the D-bags went and took the skin money and put it in his pocket. Losers. Allison is my cousin. That's from Morrison Woods Wacko. Cousin, okay. Three eagles on par fours. Danny Stack told me they had two eagles on par fours. So. Danny Stack was not part of this pairing. No. So they're knocking in what? eight irons or something from 150 yards out twice. Well, there were two par fours and that making playing every less putt. than 330. Yeah. They've won putt so, every one of them. You know, 
And like I said, in some of these tournaments, if you pay money... I'd be curious to see the uh, scorecard just to see what holes they were eagling. Yeah. You get to move your ball up 100 yards from the green and one on a par five. So a lot of these holes, you you know, to help raise money, you get to do certain things. And they get uh, eight, uh, eight mulligans per team, two per person, so... Oh, well, that's... That, that opens it up. Yeah. So if you keep putting until you right. make it. I wonder what the all-time record lowest score is for a scramble anywhere. It's hard to beat that. 49's got to be. I mean, <laughs> you're, you're, running. Getting, you're getting multiple hole-in-ones, you can beat it, but then that's when... Yeah. <laughs> On today's episode of Things That Didn't Happen, I present to you everything Iggy said over the last five minutes. It's from Little Tommy Tribbins. Well, what did I say that isn't wrong? Warzone and Wacko just said it was 23 under. Uh, Warson Woods Wacko has the scorecard, and he has just sent it in. Okay. Uh, Doug, they birdied number one. That was 385 yards. You usually birdie one, right? You start yeah. off one under there. Yeah, without any help. Uh, par five. I, I can I can picture. I, I don't know if I can be able to remember to picture the golf course. I can picture that par five. I feel like it's downhill. This is Winghaven, right? I was there yesterday. I can't picture the holes. Uh, picture holes. So they eagled that one. Birdie to par four. Birdie to par three. Only birdie to par five. Uh, birdie to par four, 390 yards, then eagle the 337-yard par four. That's aggressive, but, I mean, if you do have a guy who can hit it, 330. Someone could have chipped in. Or just hit a long putt, especially with all the mulligans. Birdie to par three, par to uh, number nine. Wow, so they have a par in there? And they shot 10 under on the front. Then they got it back right on track with a par four, 371 yards. Eagled that. Wow. Then eagled 371 yard par four eagle. I mean, that would have to be that's that. A, that's got to be a chip in or a pitch yeah. in. Uh, or one of those to where you start 100 yards further. If you yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like, so there was one of those, Iggy? 10, yeah. 10 is always on there for every golf tournament, right? Sure 10 is right, right by the clubhouse. Right by I, the I can clubhouse. picture what 10 is. I can picture what which 10 one is. There. Okay, yeah, because 10 was. The bags, so you got to move it up to 100 yards. Okay, yeah, so that makes more sense. Or, or I think you hit from the red tees, which is about 100 yards up. Yeah, so, so you can make like the green. 260. Okay, all right. Uh, then eagled the par five, 512 yards, 177 yard par three. Can picture that one. Can picture uh, the par four, 386. That was a birdie. Another eagle, 365 yards, par four. Birdie on a par three. Eagle on a 507-yard par 5, and then birdie, birdie on two par 4s. So there were three eagles on par 4s. I can confirm that. And they shot a total of Doug 49. I can't believe there's a par in that The 49. second best score was 17 under, which usually would yeah. win. Yeah, normally in our tournament, you know, 14, 15 under wins. But I think that the I think the scary thing is like the putting. I know each team member has two mulligans, but like if you're beyond 25 feet, which eventually they got had to have been at, uh, that. I don't care if you have eight putts. Sometimes you're just not going to make it. Yeah. And using all your mulligan for that one, you know, long putt, that means you made and one putted everyone without a mulligan. That it would be the most shocking would be one putts. What the hell are you guys doing breaking down a scorecard from this charity scramble? It's from Big Ol' Fan, and he's still not happy. No. No, he isn't. Oh, we're just figuring out how the team got the 23 under. Well, that is an alarming 40. When you hear 49, it just seems unthinkable. <laughs> but Was number 10 the only one with a little tricked out thing? I think thing? so, yeah. Okay. 
I was going to say, because 10 is usually the holes in tournament doors. It's right by the clubhouse. You usually have a little event. Yeah. Warson Woods Wacko wants me to give their names and out the names. Oh, come on. <laughs> got got a, uh, an article on Australian Golf Digest. It was Cramble Team shooting a 46. Okay. <laughs> Claiming they made an ace on a par four in Albatross, four eagles, and 12 birds. I don't buy it. I, I'd have to see it to believe it. I wouldn't even uh, hand them a that, check. That would be two albatrosses with the ace on the par yeah. four and then a separate albatross. Yeah, I would never hand somebody a check and getting 46. Like that. I, I think you could take the top four players on the PGA Tour and not shoot a 46. 100%. I a picture of the grouping, and I, I'm also I'm dubious of the whole situation. Is there a well, big... Orson Woods Wacko says, even if it is true, give the skin money back, you bum. That is oh. Norris Woods Wacko. So he's upset with one particular person. No, see, I don't agree with that. What was, was there legitimate skin money? Yeah. Like, what was the money? I don't know how many people got into it. Plus, you don't know what the total was. No. But even Usually that. charity events don't have big prize pools because you can't police nonsense, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, that's why it's it's kind of, you know, I mean, if you get into it, it's up to you. But, you know, when you have money involved, there could be cheating. I'm not saying these people cheated, but when there's money involved, you know, and they won both skins with their uh, eagles on par fours, I think those were the only two skins. Um but I, I don't agree giving it back. Just like 50-50. When you do a 50-50 and they go to get their money, give it back. Why? We got 50% of it. You get 50. I mean, you paid money to try and win mm. money. Why would you give it all back? What's the point of that? Sometimes they won't let you know. They don't even give you the money that day so that you don't have the money to give back. They give you the money the next day where there's not, oh, wow. where there's not 200 people right there at the banquet saying, give it back, give it back. To take that pressure off you, they give you the money the next Interesting. day. Interesting. Yeah, but we're not going to see him the next day unless they come back out to the golf course. Uh, I mean, the guy's getting the money. Morrison Woods Wacko says they took $660. Well. Doug, is News 4 going to investigate? No. Mm-mm. Won't care. Just flat won't care. Yeah, 160 bucks each. One year at the Dotem, you guys had fellas getting haircuts on the 10th tee. Thanks. It's uh, we did. <laughs> did we? Really? Who was cutting by, hair? By you guys, I would politely... Push back. Tell on us what that. station we were on. At the time. <laughs> I can guess. I can guess, yeah. and I would bet you ten to one I could name it. Maybe that was uh, like we had sports clips or something giving free haircuts. Uh, eight sums need to be a thing at these kinds of tournaments. It doesn't slow down play, and it mitigates cheating. That's from King Fupa. I share King Fupa's yeah. sentiment. I agree that. with you, and this is the third year in a row that I mentioned we should do eight sums, and I feel bad for Kate. Because Kate does a lot of the work, and Kate goes and meets with the people. Kate Winslet. That's correct. No. Uh, she's on our board, and she uh, is like Tina's right-hand girl. And she goes out and meets with them every year. Kate Capshaw? And when we have our— Steven Spielberg's wife? Yeah. Missouri uh, grad. Yeah. When we have our first uh, golf committee meeting, I always say, tell them we're playing eightsomes this year. And then I'll say, we didn't play eightsomes last year. They said no, and it took six hours to play a round of golf. I said, so can't get any slower. Um, so this year, she went to him again, and they said no. Kate Jackson. She said, don't do it. She's uh, The head pro goes, it takes too long. It's not going to speed up play. It's a terrible idea. And sure enough, yesterday, Danny Stack. I'd, Danny I'd, Stack. I'd been out there three hours and ran into Danny Stack's group again. I said, uh, "What? how many holes you got left? He goes, nine. And there were three hours of the round. Oh, boy. Bill, so, Bill, Bill. I said, Why can't the pro the see that? Why doesn't the pro understand that it moves quicker? I don't know. I really don't understand it's just, it. It sounds wrong. 
Let's play an eight. It does. It sounds until bad. you play, yeah. and then you do it, and then you realize yeah. it's actually mm-hmm. better. Yeah. So anyway, it's uh, you know if they don't mind staying out there, but we got rid of any of our live or silent auctions because the golfer said no, it takes too long. You know, by the time we're done playing golf, we just want to eat and get out of there. So we don't have silent yeah. auction items anymore because we've been playing golf for six hours. If nothing else, it just stops the cheating. Well, you keep score of the other team. Yeah, but I think we're under the impression nobody's going to cheat. So. Yeah. Well. <laughs> A lot of people are under the impression that there are no cheaters out there. People yeah. cheat at everything. Yeah, but, everything. We don't, but we don't want to state that we're going to play ace them so none of you people cheat. No, but that's... It does. I mean, you can... It's one of the benefits of it. You know, when you do an ace them, you have everybody keep each other's scorecard. Yeah, it's very know. simple. Yeah, maybe next year. I don't know. They don't like doing it. Uh, show the picture you took of the group... That one that will confirm whether some fat ass walrus is one or not. That's from the five seven three. Well, golf comes in a lot of shapes and sizes. It's really hard to judge. Well, the Again, I are would all... judge, but like yeah. all the groups are on my Facebook page, but I don't know who won. I think that guy thinks one is spelled O N E because he sent both of those in as O N E. Yeah, but I don't know what group won, so I couldn't tell you. I couldn't pick out a picture and say, "Oh, that that's the group." I don't know. Once is a mistake. Twice might be a pattern. That's really. But all thirty groups are on my uh, Facebook page. Just one group. I couldn't find them. They teed off, got to the back nine, and couldn't. They left. <laughs> couldn't find them. They gave up. Yeah. You have to sign a so lot. So I'm missing a picture. I didn't get their picture. You have to sign frequently. Uh, I didn't do any signing yesterday. Just wow. Few, no. Just a few pictures. You didn't have time, probably. I didn't bring any glossies out anyway. <laughs> it's not about me. What? <laughs> I know it sounds weird, but you have glossies. Yeah, me holding a guitar out in front of the fountain. <laughs> yeah, I did a photo shoot. None of you guys have done photo shoots yet. No, no, I haven't. <laughs> I guarantee if they asked, they'd say no. I'm the only one that said. Why yeah, did you pick the guitar? I don't know. Just figured I was in a at a station with a bunch of guitars hanging on the wall. I just grabbed one and. Hold it like I was huh. caressing it. Mm. 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 I like the picture. Well, I think you 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 left to put out there when you didn't bring those pictures out to pass them around. Well, it wasn't about me. I wasn't going to go out there. And, I just don't want to believe that. Nikki, do you have a picture? Yeah, I brought some with me. I only bring them with me if I'm out somewhere where we're going to meet a lot of listeners. I didn't know I was going to meet so many listeners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You got to think of a lot of different things when you're when you're this famous. That's correct, Doug. Mm-hmm. No, all I thought about was going out there yesterday, and just driving around and saying hi to everybody and taking pictures. You know, when they're president, you have to shake hands. So, pressed a lot of flesh, did you? Yeah. Now you do what you got to do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, happy to hear it was a success. Yeah, it sounds like it was a success. Thanks, thanks for Orson Woods Wacko is on a quest to have the Plowhawk. <laughs> Name the names. He feels like the Plowhawk is the one who's most likely to name the names. Well, if I don't know them, I'm not going to name the name because I don't know how they would react. Yeah. I well, like doxing people, but like sometimes this isn't the. What well, it does. We don't nothing. know if they even cheated. No, it does nothing to name no the proof. names. I like saying congratulations, but if you're calling them to be cheaters, I mean, we're not saying they cheated. It's a hell of a round of golf. Some yeah. people are just good. No. Yeah. Some people just go out there and shoot a 49. I don't know. The one in Australia with the albatrosses, I'm calling BS on that. And right when they come into the clubhouse and turn in that scorecard. It's just that it's so good, <laughs> you have to see it to believe it. Yeah. Not, to be not saying it can't happen. I'm saying I'd have to see it myself to believe it. 
And Winghaven was in great shape. It looked good for yeah. the for the picture. Greens were perfect. Fairways were immaculate. Now, do you see a lot of swinging out there? Because we have heard about Swinghaven. No, I don't think there's any swing on the golf course. There's probably some clubs out there. Probably overlooking the course. <laughs> probably. I wish I'd have brought my fishing rod. I forgot how many nice, nice lakes are out there in between the holes. Bill. Well, that would have been weird had you gone fishing while everyone else was golfing. Well, I had time in between holes. I could have just stopped and made a few casts. Hey, it's Jackson here to talk to you about Factor. Eating better is easy with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. My favorite part about Factor is the convenience of it all. These are no-prep, no-mess meals ready to go in two minutes. Factor meals are ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Sign up and save. They've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Head to factormeals.com slash McKernan50 and use code McKernan50 to get 50% off. That's code McKernan50 at factormeals.com slash McKernan50 to get 50% off. Well, you can go fishing on October 6th at Family Golf, presented by Michelob Ultra Doug. It's the TMA Hit and giggle, benefiting the Megan Meyer Foundation. Friday, October 6th at Family Golf and Learning Center. Your $55 ticket will include nine holes, beer for Michelob Ultra, and lunch or dinner, depending on your tea time. Tea times are at 10 a.m. and at 3 p.m. And uh, you can play both if you'd like, and then you're just eating and drinking all day long and gambling. And uh, we'll do that on the short game area. Plus, Iggy will have his opportunity to hit a 230-yard drive. He'll have six shots at about 2.30, Doug, I think that's when that'll okay. That'll take place. It's family golf. You can book a threesome or you can book individually. Go online at TMASTL.com for the Michelob Ultra TMA Hit and Giggle, also presented to you by Family Golf and Munganass St. Louis Acura and Alton Toyota. It's the TMA Hit and Giggle coming up on Friday, October 6th at Family Golf. And the next day, the undefeated Missouri Tigers will take on the LSU Tigers in Columbia, and that's a 2.30 game. I don't know the times yet. And uh, that should be fun. Memphis and Missouri is a 6.30 game, Doug. Mm-hmm. It's a 6.30 game. How good is Memphis this year? Do we even, I guess I'll... Go we'll check uh, it out. See maybe what... who in the Bethune-Cookman. Oh, yeah. That's oh, that was Ed Reed's team. 56-14, and then beat Arkansas State 37-3. So they've had a rough Butch Jones. Butch Jones crying on the sideline after mm-hmm. being oh, beat 72-0 by that was hard to watch. But Memphis plays the Navy midshipmen before. Oh. So maybe they can kind of beat them up a little bit before they come to the Dome. And they've never seen anything like the Dome. I mean, they're in for a, a treat. Right. Intimidating home field for the Tigers. And they got K-State this week? Yeah. 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 And K State's five and a half? Yep. Oh, my God. Oh, uh, well, you're going heavy on the Wildcats? I think I would, too. Hell at that yeah. Number. Oh, I feel pretty good now about Missouri. I think the number's <laughs> weird. I think the number's weird. I win every once in a while. I think the number's weird. I think it's weird, too, but I think, I think uh, they're giving a lot of stock in Missouri's defense, and I'm not quite yet sold. I, I don't think it's as good as advertised. I think they were really soft against. Uh, Middle Tennessee. You are talking with a gravelly effect or a little softer today. I'm really? 
Well, I, it's, uh, I don't know. It's tough to pitch yourself when you're in a room by yourself and talking to <laughs> another room. It's kind of a weird <laughs> But you've been dynamic. doing it for almost two years now. I know. Well, you know, it takes me about two years to get used to things. Is that right? Yeah, in that ballpark, you know. I'm just now getting used to my car I've had for about two and a half years. Oh. You know, finding new buttons. You, know, you have to remind yourself you're on the radio sometimes because I, sometimes I just kind of mumble. No. Yeah, I'm just kind of not paying no. attention like I'm talking to somebody across uh -uh. the Well, I mean, just last week. I mean, you know, if I would pronunciate, remember. Yeah. Tim, thanks for uh, asking. It was a great tournament yesterday. That was, yeah, was a great tournament. Thanks. Yeah, we you need know, to put on time. our best broadcasting voices. I just kind of mumble. I think we should start talking like old-time broadcasters. Oh, I like that. Like I like longer. it when you call me Big Pop. What about that? Mm. Ray Scott? Ray Scott, the voice of the Packers? That was a great voice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I don't you guys think Michigan State's going to try and hire Drake? Thanks. That's from Larry Thornton. Uh, Doug Mel Tucker. Uh, he's got himself a situation in East Lansing. Yeah, he does. Oh, man. What, he, had a, he claims consensual relationship with a co-ed was that right a co-ed a girl is a student there is, is that right that is not correct I will, who did uh, he, he have it with well that's that's the big element of the the story uh let me read this to the dais is anybody else uh, jackson i'm sure you're familiar with it i am you are yeah. familiar with it no. are you familiar with the story i'm not okay and in van two and one uh, two years ago, one of the nation's star college football coaches and a prominent rape survivor teamed up to fight the culture of sexual violence in sports. Their partnership should have been a force for good. Instead, it has devolved into scandal with the activist claiming uh, or accusing the coach of the same misconduct that both of them preached against. The accused is Mel Tucker, head coach at Michigan State and one of the highest paid coaches in all sports. Accusing him is Brenda Tracy, a rape survivor who has made educating athletes about sexual violence her life's work. Uh, over eight months, they developed a professional relationship and centered on her advocacy work. Tucker invited Tracy to campus three times, twice to speak to his players and staff and wants to be recognized as an honorary captain at the team's spring football game. Uh, but their relationship was upended and uh, during a phone call on October 28th. Uh, Tracy says in a complaint she filed with the Title IX office at Michigan State. And, uh, Doug, at that point, uh, this is what she said. What would she say? Tracy sat frozen for several minutes uh, while Tucker made sexual comments about her and masturbated. No. Come on, coach. His violation, she said, reopened 25-year-old wounds from her rape by four men, two Oregon State University football players, a junior college player, and a high school recruit. Quote, the idea that someone could know me and say they understand my trauma but then reinflict that trauma on me is so disgusting to me it's hard for me to even wrap my mind around it she told USA today it's like he sought me out just to betray me in his statements to the title IX investigator Tucker acknowledged masturbating on the call hmm. but said Tracy grossly mischaracterized the episode according to him they had consensual phone sex Ms. Tracy's distortion of our mutually consensual and intimate relationship into allegations of sexual exploitation has really affected me. He wrote in a March 22nd later a letter to the investigator. I'm not proud of my judgment, and I am having difficulty forgiving myself for getting into this situation. 
but I did not engage in misconduct by any definition, end quote. Uh, Michigan State has hired an outside Title IX attorney to investigate the complaint. She finished her investigation in July, a formal hearing to determine whether Tucker violated the school's policy banning sexual harassment and exploitation is scheduled for October 5th and 6th during the Spartans' bye week. The stakes are high for everyone. Tracy says Tucker is following through on a threat to ruin her career and reputation by painting her as a woman who mixes professional and personal relationships and files false reports. She fears he will undo her and her legacy. Tucker, who signed one of the most lucrative contracts in college sports history two years ago, could lose out on the roughly $80 million. $80 oh, million. Dollars. Gosh. He is owed if Michigan State fires him for cause, which would be a stunning fall from the elite ranks of college coaches. Uh, reached by USA Today this weekend, Tucker hung up after a reporter mentioned the case. Hours after USA Today published his investigation, the university suspended Tucker without pay pending a resolution of the Title IX case. So uh, there is uh, the background on the Mel Tucker Michigan State story for those of you who are not aware of it. Was it a Zoom call? Or just a phone call? I think just a phone call. Probably just a FaceTime call. Okay. So I, I don't. I, I. I. don't. We don't know on that. Okay. From what I read, and, and if, you know, if one of you do know, I don't know. Yeah, I, I just said phone sex. I was wondering if, how right. she would know he was doing that if it was just a phone call, unless he said I'm doing it. It would be hard prep for me to think that a rape victim and a rape advocate, you know, for as many years as she's been doing this at universities, mm-hmm. would go along with phone sex with a coach that you're, like, an advocate of their university. I, it, it, maybe, I, I just, it's just disgusting. And Michigan State, too, of all places. Yeah. Like that. I mean, you got to have, have zero, zero tolerance mm-hmm. of that. So I would be surprised if he survived that, regardless of the outcome. I think just bad PR. They've had enough of that yeah. in the past. Yeah. That's, I think that's, I would agree with that. Ugh. Yeah. And he had... He had apparently been so nice to her and supportive to her, so you wouldn't think that she would have any reason to have a, an axe to grind against that, her. Yeah, it just seems so, why would she come out and be so open about this yeah. without literal proof? Because she'd gone through this kind of gambit in the past. That, mm-hmm. I don't know if they had Title IX when she, I, you know, I don't know her full story. I realize that the three players, but I, I didn't know if they even had Title IX back then, so it's he said, she said. I'm sure she didn't want to play that game again without... Yeah. But here we are again. Here we are. Yeah. yeah. I just can't believe it. Yeah, hard to believe a coach would allow himself to get caught up in something like that. Hard to believe. When you got the world by the tail. $95 million contract. Hmm. At a university, like, you need to be able to paint yourself. And, uh, yeah. That's already got the worst reputation probably of any college in America for that sort of thing. Can't be topped in terms of that. Yeah. No. So there's the, the, that USA Today story I read was from Sunday. Yesterday, he claimed uh, that, uh, well, he denied the claims and then said in a statement Monday, the upcoming hearing is, quote, a sham. Tucker, in a statement issued Monday through his attorney, said he developed an intimate adult relationship with Tracy and that her claims that he harassed her are completely false. He said an upcoming hearing to assess whether he violated university policy is ridiculously flawed and not designed to arrive at the truth. Uh, the AD suspended Tucker without pay Sunday night after details of the claims were made public in a story by USA Today, which is the story that I just read. Uh, while I am saddened by Ms. Tracy's disclosure of the sensitive nature of this call, let me be perfectly clear. It was an entirely mutual, private event between two adults 
living at the opposite ends of the country, Tucker's statement reads. She initiated the discussion that night, sent me a provocative picture of the two of us together, suggested what she may look like without clothes, and never once during the 36 minutes did she object in any manner, much less hang up the phone. Well, then if that's the case, Doug, there would be photographic slash text evidence that that was going on, and then I would imagine that that would then lead one to say, well, then it was a consensual relationship. Am I off on that? I I don't know. The, the photograph, if it was face if she, time, if she sent, If she sent what he is saying... If she sent him something. That's correct. She initiated the discussion that night, sent me a provocative picture of the two of us together, suggested what she may look like without clothes, uh, and never once during the 36-minute call did she object in any manner, much less hang up the phone. So, that I mean, to me, then that would be the proverbial smoking gun. I'd be curious what attorneys who are listening to the program think. It's not like I have any clue. Yeah. But that, that, you actually, it's one thing if you have a he said, she said. But if you have her oh. sending him a picture, mm-hmm. am I right? I mean, do you oh, guys see yeah. where I'm coming yeah. from? Yeah. Okay. You can get that evident. Like, you can so then that's, a that's, and still get then that's, So that would have been oh. two separate things. If, if he says she sent him a picture, that would have been likely a text. And then the call would have been likely a FaceTime. FaceTime call where she could see him. I would he assume. See her. So he would at least be able to produce the text that she sent to him. Correct. On the text, yes. Right. I but do. whether whether the FaceTime stuff gets recorded anywhere, I don't know. Well, I, again, I, 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 I haven't seen anything about FaceTime. No, but how else would she have seen him do it? Well, that's why I asked. I mean, you know, unless he told her, I'm doing this right now, she wouldn't have known if it was just a phone call. Uh, she wrote on Twitter, this is just more of the same Darvo deflection, victim blaming, and lies that I've been dealing with now for months. Coach Tucker has been delaying and trying to stop the investigative process since the beginning. He cannot afford to go to a hearing that determines credibility of the participating parties. I believe this statement is his way of getting out of participating in the hearing. October 5th and 6th, I will be present for the hearing and make myself available for cross-examination by his attorney. I invite him to do the same. She seems so confident. So, like, if the picture was sent... I, again, I don't even know what, like... I guess more needs to come out. But if she... They he, both seem very confident in their story. Well, he, but but his, his, his story, he acknowledges he did it. What he's yeah. saying is it was consensual. So I... <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I mean, certainly not necessarily the best idea, but consensual is a different set of circumstances. And, you and then, then I'm saying, if there was a text where she sent him images, if he, if he, yeah, then that that to me, he's saying that. Well, that is easily provable. He said, she said, with with two different stories. That's yeah. that's then become subjective to a judge or jury. So that's why I, that's why I'm trying to get clarification on yeah. that. Until we see the picture, we don't know what provocative is. According to him, he said provocative. I don't know what provocative is. Yeah. It could be a picture with her arm around him. Jackson, as you're hearing this, what, what are your thoughts? Do you see what I'm saying with the picture thing? Totally, but even if there is a picture to go along with it, that wouldn't. That would just, you know, that's that would prove, give credence to his story, but it doesn't prove that it was a consensual situation. Yeah. Because unless that phone call is recorded, then it it has become you know hearsay, and so I don't know. You know that would again give credence to his story of what he's saying. If she sends on. a picture of the two of them 
What, a, a that, provo- what he said was a provocative picture of the two of us together. Yeah, I don't know what that like necessarily means because it seemed. Well, it's that, a provo- I mean, provocative wouldn't be like the two of them standing in front of a waterfall. It would it, provocative is. Right, but the, it seemed that their encounters happening before this was all professional. So I don't know where a provocative picture would have come from. But I, again, I, th- I, there's so little context in that. Well, he's the one putting that out there, so he would have to be able to back that up. Right, and that's that's where we need more evidence. I don't know if we'll see that in the future here, but, you know, just the picture of them or even, you know, it's all kind of like, I don't even know if that is necessarily consent to what went on on the phone call. I don't know if anything can prove that there was that consent. If nothing else comes out except for he says it was consensual and she said it wasn't, can you get fired for cause if it's his word against his word against her word? Probably. Probably. Uh, he said in a statement they developed a mutually intimate relationship and that Tracy at times encouraged the relationships by inviting and accepting gifts from me. Uh, he said in his statement that Tracy did not object during the April 22 phone call when he masturbated and that she did not cut off her relationship with him or the football program afterward. He said she raised objections to the call only after a presentation she was scheduled to give to the team in the summer of 2022, was postponed. Tucker contends he never canceled Tracy's visit, but postponed it to January. Quote, she chose to file her complaint instead of proceeding with the training, his statement reads. Tucker took issue with the upcoming hearing, saying it's designed for infractions involving students and prevents him the chance to present evidence or make substantial arguments that would show his innocence. The hearing is being conducted as part of the university's relationship, violence, and sexual misconduct policy which applies to students and employees. He said Michigan State's overall investigation has not been fair or unbiased and theorized the university's actions could be motivated by its connection to Larry Nasser, the sports physician who worked at Michigan State in the USA Gymnastics and was convicted of sexually assaulting numerous athletes. Quote, I can only conclude that there is an ulterior motive designed to terminate my contract based on some other factors, such as the desire to avoid any Nasser taint or my race or gender, Tucker, who is black, said in a statement. In November of 2021, he agreed to a 10-year, $95 million contract with Michigan State, which secured the coach after interest in him had emerged from several prominent programs. He led the team to an 11-2 record, and number 10 finished that season. He is 20-14 and 14, uh, overall. Haller on Sunday named secondary coach Harlan Barnett as Michigan State's acting head coach. Mark D'Antonio, who retired, is now uh, acting as an associate coach to get them through this program. They host Washington on Saturday. End of article. ESPN.com source. So if this is a hearing where you're not allowed to present any evidence? Well, I mean, that, that hearing can be one thing, and then they terminate him, and then he'll, he will, he'll litigate with Michigan State. I mean, that's, that, that would, if that's what's going to happen, in his opinion, then, that, then he'll sue for the balance of the contract. Yeah. That's kind of dumb to have a hearing where, what are you going to do? She said he did. He said he didn't. And it was uh, consensual. That's the hearing. You can't prove. I mean, you're talking about $80 million still on the table. If you get fired, wouldn't you think you'd dig into it a little deeper? A lawyer has written, if the picture was sexually explicit, his lawyer would have written those words. Provocative leaves more for interpretation. Doug, that comes from mm-hmm. a lawyer. The name is saved. <laughs> Jackson, did the person request, could you please save me as an, a lawyer? No, I, just, I remember there was something happened where I needed to change their name quick, fast, and in a hurry, so I just chose a lawyer. But I think they actually are a lawyer. I suppose if Michigan State wants to get rid of him, they can say that 
he has brought uh, disrepute to the university with this. Whether, you know, whether most of it was his fault or not, they can say that he's, you know, damaged the reputation of the university probably. Yeah, and do even that, if, if they want to get out from under that contract. You know, even if they said, well, we, even if it was consensual, we don't need our coaches masturbating on a phone call. Right. Yeah, like I, I know you can't fire him because, but if maybe just the payout, I mean, oh, the buyout's huge, but you can't have a, that kind of look at that university. I can't get over just how serious that Larry Nasser thing really was. Yeah. Like, they need to clear themselves as far away from any controversy, especially in the leadership role. You know, that that's a huge thing. And Tucker I, is now tainted with this. Wherever he goes, that's what people will be talking correct. about. Correct. He'll get mocked when he runs on the field in opposing stadiums. And- I just don't love it for Michigan State. I think they got to be very careful. But again, like it's a you got to let the process play out. Happened to Jeffrey Tubin. I don't think he's working anywhere, is he? Yeah, CNN hired him back. Did they? Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. Uh, if he can't produce the evidence at the hearing, why doesn't he publicly show the evidence now? Nothing stopping him from showing text messages on his own. That's from the Hunchback of Oncastle. Your lawyer probably has. Jackson just gave the most Gen Z response ever. That's from Mr. Licks. What is the most Gen that? Z response? What is a Gen Z response? Oh, no, feel free to elaborate, Mr. Licks. Uh, Mr. Licks yeah, they never do. Elaborate. They just make comments and don't elaborate <laughs> on anything. I mean, I'm open to hearing his opinion on things. I don't know what I said that would have been Gen Z. I'm just, the timeline kind of confuses me, and I guess what they're arguing, like, I just don't know if what is what down can be proven one way or another. That's what, it, it's all, like, I'm very open to, like, what could have happened? I'm not saying one way or another. I believe one way or another. I just don't know how anything can be proven or not proven in this situation. I don't know if this person is an attorney or not, Doug. Maybe you can tell by the name. The name is Felix Jose's Dirty Boy Panties. Is that a attorney, counselor? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I used him once in a traffic. Uh, Felix Jose's Dirty Boy Panties counselor says he is toast. This is all positioning for post-termination litigation. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Boy Panties, please approach the bench. Mm. Yeah, I've heard that before. I mean, if there's, in a major university like this, and you have someone who is a uh, rape victim, and she's been speaking at the university, you would think there would be some kind of paper trail, emails or something, say, yeah, I can come on that date, for him to say that even after this incident she said happened, she was still going to come to our school and speak. You know, I don't think it would be a phone call. Hey, you want to come? Yeah, I'll come. Okay. You think there'd be some kind of email, and you have a paper trail. I mean, that would be something if she said that it happened on this date, and then three months later she was agreeing to come speak to the students again. Yeah. Well, if you're the university president or the athletic director, the last thing you want to be dealing with is a coach involved in something like oh, yeah. this. I mean, if it's Nick Saban and you win a national championships, maybe you try to hang on to him. If you're 20 and 14, it's probably a, a way to get out from under a huge contract. Doug, I am a lawyer. Okay, Congrats. another one. Congrats. Pretty much all of our listeners are. And that was a bait and switch. It took a turn. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure how many listeners we have that are not lawyers. There's got to be some out there that haven't been to law school. Is this piped into Harvard Law? Pretty much. It's what you take right after the introduction to torts. <laughs> you listen to this show? Mm-hmm. <laughs> here, I'll save the, I'll save the text. Uh, what do we Did got? he go to Brown? Oh, Iggy on preventive events. <laughs> Iggy, WTF are you talking about? Jesus, how do you remember to breathe? That's from Big Old Fan. I don't oh. even know what that's in reference to. Again, what a, <laughs> it's a reflex context. You don't have to remember. The this heart guy's saying, the This guy's saying I don't <laughs> breathe, and the other people say I breathe too much. 
What did I say that didn't make sense? You need to elaborate. Come on. If, you're, if you're capable, elaborate. Well, as an attorney, he should be capable. I don't think Big Old Fan is an attorney. They're all attorneys. He's not. Attorneys are physicians. You have to have gone to professional school in order to listen to the program. That's correct. That is actually... And, and, and even if you... Listen to the program. I think some kind of graduate degree helps you understand it better. It would. PhD, minimum. Minimum. Yeah, if you're not going to at least two years of college, you can't understand this show. You, you have gotta, to be a person of letters. And you got to be an understudy <laughs> to one of, of us letters. for another year. That's <laughs> correct. We'll teach you about the industry. Only Iggy would listen to an allegation of sexual assault and then request the pictures. That's from Mr. Licks. <laughs> well, I Why didn't don't request they, I think... the pictures. He's the one that said they had them, and I said... You'll have to prove what you consider provocative. I mean, you know, he could have his picture with, you know, her arm around his waist or something. He could consider provocative. I don't know what provocative is. Yeah, it's not like they have already dirty pictures together, you know. At least how this story sounds, they don't. So I don't know what provi- – I think I'm with Iggy. And Iggy didn't go, I need to see them immediately. I think what he meant was when they do eventually come out, because they obviously will come out if it's not too provocative. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you – you know, people can get, decide, you know, one way or the other. Uh, Ken's Wedding Toast is elaborating for Mr. Licks, Jackson. Uh, he says, totally agree with Licks. Even if provocative photos, Jackson implied he was still likely guilty. That's from Ken's Wedding Toast. Okay, well, he admitted that he did masturbate on the call. So, like, he did admit to what he, like, what happened. This, the, but what his contention is, it was a consensual relationship. Right, and I get that, but I don't think Because I, they had developed a relationship over the last number of months or whatever it was that he said. Is he sure. a, but I wasn't saying that, I never said that he was guilty. I never jumped to the fact that he was guilty. Ken's wedding toast, Jackson says he's not guilty. And also, where... I didn't say that either. Where did the phone call take place? Because no, I don't... Where did the phone call I, I don't know. If it's at his home, is it different than being... Let's say on campus in his office. Yeah. You know, he he's a state employee at the university, masturbating in his office. He can't be that dumb. I, I again, like you're talking Hugh Freeze. You're talking. There's a lot of dumb things that happen yeah. with coaches. Is does it matter? Um, what I, what my question was? Does it matter if it was the the phone conversation with the masturbation at his house, Probably. as opposed to yeah. you know his office or the you know, the locker room of yeah. any kind? Because when there were a Toronto Blue Jay player got arrested, I, yeah, because I don't. Car? Yeah, and you're an employee in your office yeah. as opposed to your private, you know, residence. I don't think it matters. It's really, I don't think in the, the whole scheme of things. But is he married? Do we know? I, I don't know. Like uh, we'll look that up tonight, and we will have well, a lot of things we don't know about this guy tomorrow. Because that information, that's in my Britannica. Have that's there been Britannica. any coaches? It doesn't yes. appear to be. It doesn't Who appear. is Ronald Tucker's wife? Have... A former attorney. Actually, how long have they been married? They've been married for 20 years. Oh, well. Joelene Tucker? So he's in trouble on that end, probably. Have there been any coaches that have survived scandals like this? I mean, they got. They yeah. certainly got Joe Paterno. Joel, Joellen Tucker. Bobby Petrino. I, I don't know that you that you survived this kind of thing as a head coach. You, I. I yeah, you can't continue to be. I mean, he could be totally innocent here, but if you get charged, if you set yourself up in a position where you can be, uh, you know, accused, credibly accused of something like that, then you're toast. I don't think you can survive it. I mean, to be an advocate 
for rape. Not just an advocate. I mean, you're going out of your way. You're building, you're creating a foundation. You're touring. You're giving, like, it would be very surprising to me to do a 180 flip and false accuse a coach in a university that you've, yeah. you know, had a relationship with in the past with your advocacy program. And that, to me, would blow my mind that somebody would go that reverse that yeah. quick. And big-time football and basketball coaches are the face of these universities. It's what, you, it's what you think about. When you think of University of Alabama, who do you think about? Or when you think of Duke University. Mm-hmm. That's, who you, that's the face of the university. You can't have them involved in scandal. No, and you're right about whether he's guilty or not. Um, I mean, I still don't know to this day if they live it down to the Duke lacrosse players. God, that's right. such a great they were, documentary. They were just uh-huh. thrown under the bus and then found out it was such false. Such a great documentary. Mm-hmm. But they had to live with that, and I'm sure it's to this day. Oh, that's oh, you the guy's got accused of rape. Right. It's going to live with you mm-hmm. forever. Totally innocent. Yeah. Uh, your thoughts are welcome. Text in EDF group text inbox, 314-881-TMA5. You can email in for our design air, heating, and cooling. Email today, the morning after, at InsideSTL.com. You like our wares on the YouTube, uh, this shirt, and uh, now more new shirts and hoodies are available at TMASTLshop.com. When you check out, you automatically get 10% off right now at tmastlshop.com, uh, including this brand new shirt. If you are injured in an accident, things can spiral out of control quickly. You might have medical bills piling up. You might not be able to work or provide for your family, and you're probably getting the runaround from the insurance company you've been talking to. Do not fight this fight alone. C.D. Longo and Doug Biggs of the Longo Biggs Injury Law Firm will take all the complication and hassle out of your injury claim. They are St. Louisans, they are TMA listeners, and they will be handling your case. You're going to get personal attention as either Doug or C.D. will personally handle your case, and you'll get to know them just as they will get to know you. C.D. and Doug are trial lawyers, meaning they will not settle if there's an obstacle or complication in your case. Longo Biggs Injury Law accepts personal injury, wrongful death, brain injury, and other catastrophic cases. Go online at longobiggs.com. Remember, the choice of an attorney is an important decision and should not be based solely on advertisements. Say 24 in St. Louis. Larry Nickel is uh, on the line. Doug, oh, we're going to talk it over with Larry. Good morning, okay. Larry. Hello, Nixie. Good morning, guys. What's up? Oh, nothing. We're doing good. How about you? Doug watched the show last night and had a few questions. Yeah, so how did it go? Well, who was big for you? <laughs> uh, you actually watched the show last night, Doug? No, I did not. Okay, I, I got did bad not. information. I watched the little Monday night, little the Cardinals. You really watched the Cardinals? A little bit, yeah. Oh, God. Come on, Doug. Yeah, the Cardinals are going to a lot, to a lot. Yep, there they are, see? <laughs> Doug, if they rattle off the rest of their games with wins, they finish mm-hmm. 81 and 81. No. Oh. Anyway, last night on the last <laughs> okay. presentation, mm-hmm. The main event was a, another match for the women's world title between Rhea Ripley and Raquel Rodriguez. Okay. But the only stipulation to the match was Dominic Mysterio was far from the inside because last time those two stormy combatants faced off, Dominic got involved in the match to save the title for Rhea Ripley. But this time around... Toward the end of the match, Nia Jax came back without the referee looking and beat up Raquel Rodriguez. And when Raquel got back in the ring, Rhea Ripley kicked her and put her finishing move, the Riptide, to score the pinfall. Oh, let me turn. And then after the match, 
Nia Jax got in the ring and headbutted Rhea Ripley and gave her the bonsai drop, who was, that move was made famous by WWE Hall of Famer, the late, great Yoko Zuna. Was oh. it uh, Pat Morita who had Ralph Macchio trim a bonsai tree to get his mind right before fighting William Zabka's Johnny in 1984's Karate Kid? Mm. Good question, I Tim. believe so. Yep. Sick question. Thank you so much. So the bonsai drop, is that when a heavyset person jumps up and down on another one? Yeah. I had Jack on the middle rope in one of the corners. Yeah. Jumped off said middle rope and landed on Rhea Ripley's chest with all her weight plus the fourth generally mm-hmm. from jumping off the rope. No. Oh. Doesn't sound like it'd be good for you. Jackson, no. do I hear a jackhammer? Yeah, it's in the back. They're redoing, like, the entire sidewalk where the dumpsters uh, are for a garage. Yeah. Oh, that's oh, why the really? trucks are parked yeah, out front. Yeah, that's why the trucks are parked yeah. out front. Yeah, so you're going to hear that periodically. Sorry, Larry, if All that right. distracted you. Yeah, I didn't even hear it. That, that, that's okay. So you have the jackhammering. Okay. Thanks, Larry. Welcome. And then to start off the presentation, Jimmy Uso and Kevin Owens fought the undisputed tag team champions, Dan Priest and Finn Balor, and there was a little miscommunication between Owens and Jay Uso, where the Judgment Day, the undisputed tag champs, picked up the win. Okay. Sounds like quite a big night. Yeah. And there was also a Intercontinental Championship celebration for Gunther, because he surpassed another WWE Hall of Famer, the Hockey Talk Man, for being the longest reigning Intercontinental Champion of all time. No fooling. Yeah, he had a really, really good run. Yeah. So dominant during that time as his Intercontinental Champion. Do they yeah, have any say so? They have any say so? Yeah, Sorry, Larry. They have any say so in the names? <laughs> like you would think that, you know, you come up with a name. Yeah, I want to be called Gunther. Huh, probably. What do you want to, what do you want to probably sit name? around and, and brainstorm and try to come up with something? You got Honky Talk Man, Triple H. You know, I want to be Gunther. <laughs> well, here's the backstory about that. When Gunther was in the NXT UK promotion yeah. on the WWE, mm-hmm. he was originally called Walter. Walter. And A lot of people named Walter go by Gunther. <laughs> well, apparently the people... And creative wanted to change his name, and he got called up to the main roster. Oh, I see. And then Lars knocked out. Okay. Nice. I'm surprised there is anyone in creative if it's all on the level. What would you have to create? Mm. A new name for the character? It's just a name. Okay. A character? What do you mean a character? I thought these were fighters. Well, they are, but uh, to fans like me, they're characters. Okay. All right. Well, you don't have the top five countries available, do you? I didn't think it's Jack Hammer Yes, I do, Tim. Thanks for asking. Um, Number five will be jolly old England. Okay. Number four, Indonesia. Okay. Number three, which is both a country and continent. Oh, yeah. Australia. So fun. Oh. So fun. All right. Number two, Canada. Of course, number one, wait for it, 
Wait for Wait it. Wait for it. Okay. Oh, the build up. Yes. yes. Good. Celebration. Cool in the gang. Yes. I don't know the years. I don't know the years, Tim. What do you think, Iggy? You think it was 81? Was it in the 70s? Yeah, I'm one of the Cardinals use that song. Yeah, well, they used it in 82. Now they use, is it the Venga Bus or is it the Venga Boys? Still using that? Well, I mean, it hasn't been a World Series championship in 12 uh, years, but they did use it in 2006 and 2011. Yeah, I want to say 79. Very disappointing. 79, maybe. Ruined the World Championships for me. Really? Yeah. That bad? So you're going 79. Jackson, celebration, cool in the game. Doug Jackson. Jackson, does he need more water? No, I had to look. I have to look. Gosh. Up. I can't have to look up. I can't. I can't do it immediately. Come on, Google. Cel- celebration, cool in the gang. What are we saying? Seventy-nine. He's heavy on seventy-nine. I'm gonna go eighty-one, because it gets me eighty-two and eighty. That's mm, my reason. Okay. Well, you got eighty because it's eighty. <sighs> Iggy, and you also win too. Doug, mm. we all win. Yeah. Larry, we all win. Win, win, win. Yes, he did. God bless America. God okay, bless thank America. you, Nixie. Like Burns is back he was from ready break. To go. Uh, Doug, uh, let's close uh, out uh, okay. the 7 o'clock hour, which is presented to you by Munganess, St. Louis, Akron, Old Toyota. Send your questions, comments, uh, erotic stories. Really, boy, we've we've dried up on the erotic story for us. Haven't been a lot. It's been a dry spell for all the listeners. Now, any gangster Pete's buddy who pleasures himself on 70 back, Deebs, uh, T-M-C-K-E-R-N-A-N at InsideSTL.com or anything else. Or at least Tales from the Club. I'm still offering $150 to piss me off. Haven't gotten it. Um... What else can I offer? Boy panties? I don't... Uh, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, throw everything out there. Uh, TMCKERNA at InsideSTL.com. Don't forget to sign up to be the TMA Listener of the Month. Dethrone the Lipstick Lass. It's brought to you by Milagro Tequila. Welcome to a brighter side of tequila with Milagro. And don't forget on the TMA app, uh, enter the keyword BREWS to win a four-packet of tickets to Blues and Brews. Friday evening, September 22nd at the Anheuser-Busch Brewery. Get fired up for the blue season at this outdoor street party featuring live music from country music star Chris Lane and local blues musician Marquise Knox. Tickets are on sale now for Blues and Brews, presented by Bud Light, 92.3 WIL and 101 ESPN. Just enter the keyword BREWS to win a four-pack of tickets to Blues and Brews. That's coming up on Friday, September 20. Second. Uh, We'll take a commercial break. Come back with our 8 o'clock hour. This is the Ryan Kelly morning after from the Michelob Ultra Studios.